Every year, the ServiceNow Developer Program names a small group of individuals as MVPs, or Most Valuable Players. That's pretty elite stuff worth bragging about, and it could be a significant impact on your career. So just how does one become an MVP? Brad is back to answer that question. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow Developer Podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Tomasi. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and curious individuals. And I say that with the utmost love and respect as always. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow Developer Podcast. And welcome back, Brad Tilton. Hey, Chuck. Thanks for having me back on. Good to have you here. This is our final chapter in this small series anyway. Uh, We are covering MVPs today. And who better than you, the person who really drives the 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 heart of the the engine of the MVP program. So let's start with why somebody would want to be an MVP. What are the benefits? Yeah, that's a good question. So the benefits of becoming a dev MVP uh, are obviously and and kind of most obviously are the notoriety and uh, fame and great renown uh, that come with a program. Uh, it's something you would get to put on your LinkedIn profile and your resume. It's a very small group of, uh, of developers uh, who have been recognized for their achievements. Let's define small group. Is it, is it three? Is it 300? Yeah. So last year uh, in 2020, it was the first year of the program. I think we had 14. Uh, this year we started with 24 and ended up with 23 because we uh, hired one of them to be a dev advocate. <laughs> Uh, so we're at 23 now. Uh, that num- number may grow a little bit uh, in 2022, um, but uh, it'll be around uh, around you know probably less than 30. So when I said it could impact your career, we've seen this directly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, that is that is an awesome uh, statement that you know, your dreams really can come true if you yeah. be an MVP. Uh, it's it's a possibility. It it it, it opens doors. Uh, and it, it showcases who you are and what you can do. Are there any other benefits? Yeah, so there's a couple more things. Uh, so we do uh, we do some quarterly sync calls with the MVPs uh, where we'll, we'll give some previews of things that are coming in the future. Um, we'll, you know, set, set up the MVPs with uh, some product managers or designers sometimes and uh, get feedback on our products. So it's a chance to, you know, give feedback early uh, in the product development process. Uh, we also have a dedicated Slack channel on SN Devs just for the MVPs and the advocates, uh, where you can get on there and ask questions to your fellow MVPs and and talk and have some some community, uh, and then also you know ask questions uh, of the advocates. Um, there's there are a few other benefits that uh, we can't really talk about, but uh, but there's some some great stuff. We also you know give out some uh, some very exclusive swag. Uh, to the MVPs. I'm wearing a jacket <laughs> for the 2020 MVPs right That's now. That's right. There's also the early availability or early access uh, webinar that we do it's exclusively for the CMAs, the Certified Master Architects, the Certified Technical Architects, the uh, and the, the MVPs are invited to that as well. So you get that early insight of, hey, what's coming in the next release? Yeah, yeah. So both developer and community MVPs, I think, are on that uh, on that list. That's that's some pretty exciting stuff. 
Well, let's talk about what it takes to be an MVP. Yeah, so this is everybody's favorite question uh, to ask around the MVPs. Like, what does it take for me to become an MVP? Um, a million dollars. Make it. <laughs> send it to my PayPal account. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's basically, uh, you know, we base it on uh, contributions to the ServiceNow developer community, and that's kind of the overall community, not just the community site. And uh, that, that kind of breaks down into a number of different ways. Um, so we really value um, public presentations. Uh, so that may be a knowledge or creator con, breakout or lab or theater session. Uh, it could be presenting at developer meetups. Uh, it could be presenting at a snug. Um, so public presentations where you're sharing your technical knowledge with other developers um, are a big deal. Uh, we also value community contributions, so that's uh, contributions to the community.servicenow.com or to the SNDev Slack. We kind of take both of those uh, into account, um, but but I will say, you know, we want a variety of different ways that you contribute. Uh, if you are only on the community and just racking up a bunch of community points, the community has its own MVP program uh, that you will probably be a part of uh, if that's what you're doing. Uh, so we want uh, kind of people to contribute in, in multiple ways. Another one is uh, sharing uh, what you've built uh, with other developers. So that could be building something and posting it on to share, uh, share.servicenow.com, or it could be uh, posting something to GitHub and, uh, and contributing uh, it's also coming up with technical content and sharing it. So that could be blogs. It could be recorded videos. Uh, it could be live streams. A number, number of our MVPs uh, do some pretty regular live streaming. Mm -hmm. um, also, like positive social media interaction. Uh, and then just participation in some of the other dev program activities. So we ran Hacktoberfest. Uh, back in October, and if you contributed uh, to the Code Snippets repo, uh, that's that's good for you in terms of MVPs. If you were a maintainer of the repo, that's worth uh, some MVP uh, quote unquote points on the back end. Uh, and then you know we're also coming out with more programs like the uh, mentorship program uh, that'll be releasing at some point. Uh, if you are a part of that program, uh, that will you know go towards you being an MVP. Uh, as well, um, so lots of different ways, and ultimately, we just want to we want to reward and recognize people uh, who have given back and served the developer community. That sounds like a lot. Should I be trying to do all of that? You probably should not try to do all of that at once. Uh, so we are, you know, we're looking at your contributions over the entire year. Uh, so if you're listening to this at the end of 2022 and haven't done anything yet, you're probably not going to be, be a 2022 MVP, but you could be a 2023 MVP uh, if you, you know, spend next year um, giving back to the community. So I, I would pick maybe a couple of ways or just start and start on one and then see where you go from there. Maybe you just start a blog and uh, write some blog entries. You start live streaming. Um, the call for content or call for speakers uh, is currently open for not for knowledge, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so you do have the opportunity to speak um, at uh, Knowledge or CreatorCon. Uh, so that's another way. 
uh, be involved in your local meetup. Uh, you may not have an opportunity to present at it right away, but be involved in it. Uh, you might volunteer to organize one. Uh, we also, you know, really value uh, organizing developer meetups. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to to get involved and give back. And I'm glad you you said start small because that was one of my questions that I wanted to ask is somebody's going to, they're just getting started in service now going, I don't think I'm experienced enough. I don't think I'm, I'm smart enough yet to be that MVP. Boy, howdy, you couldn't be more wrong. It is, it, you could be the, the freshest service now, sysadmin wanting to be a developer. There's an opportunity in there that I don't think a lot of people recognize. Like you may come up with a video stream of my service now developer journey and share what you've learned and share your tips or create a blog and and write down those discoveries. That's what I did early on when I when I became a technical consultant and I went, oh Jake Kimball just showed me this cool thing. I am gonna write a community blog on that. Yeah, you'll notice if you go back and listen to the beginning of this or just this whole episode, I never said we're going to reward the best developers or most technical developers or the developers that have done the most impressive things. This is really about giving back to the developer community and serving the community. And so that that can be done no matter what your skill level is. And you will learn something. Everybody, If again, if you're the freshest person, you will learn a lot if you have been doing this for 10 or 15 years like Brad and I have. You will still learn a lot by being a, a, a dev meetup organizer or by speaking at one of these events or by putting together a blog or a series of videos. There is there is just incredible opportunity out there for you and your career uh, just by attempting to become an MVP. So I, I invite everybody to do that. Uh, where where would our listeners find out more information about this? Yeah, so the best place currently to find out information uh, is on the developer blog. Uh, so that's if you go to the developer site, developer.servicenow.com, click on connect, and then click on blog. Um, we should have a featured blog post that is uh, um, becoming a 2022 developer MVP. Uh, and that'll walk you through the process. There's a couple of steps in the process. You have to register for an account on a ServiceNow instance that's not connected to ServiceNow SSO currently. And then you have to basically submit your um, yourself as a candidate. And that involves, you know, putting down your community profile and if you have a blog and things like that, and then submitting individual entries for the, the things that you have done and the ways that you've given back. Thank you very much, Brad. It's been very educational, and I hope we've inspired a few people yeah. to submit in, in either late 21 or consider ramping up or make a list of goals for 22 that they can uh, approach. Again, in a, in a very start small, start small. Uh, I think every chapter has three or four meetups every year, some more, some less. Yeah. But there's opportunity out there. And if there's, uh, if there's not a chapter in your area, consider starting one. Reach out to us. Let us know. Where would somebody get in touch with you? You can get in touch with me on uh, Twitter or LinkedIn or s devs are probably the, the easiest ways. Uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, I'm at Brad Tilton uh, and s devs I think I'm B. Tilton. 
Excellent. Once again, thank you very much, Brad, for sharing with us today. And thank you, dear listener, for listening to this, whether you are listening to just this individual episode, the series, or Breakpoint in its entirety. We appreciate it very much. Don't forget to check out the other ServiceNow podcasts. We have industry-specific things. We have technology-specific things. It's, it's a good collection. You can find all of that either by going to the community and looking under the resource menu or going to servicenow.com slash podcast. You can subscribe to this and any or all of them for absolutely free to get them automatically delivered to you. So when one comes out, there it is on your mobile device, ready to be listened to. Again, thank you so much, Brad, for sharing with us today. Thanks for having me on, Chuck. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. I have hit record. The counter is running. Dead, dead, dead. That is silenced. So we're we're rolling. And as always, I say that with the utmost love and respect. You know, my volume is just a little bit low. Hello, service now. Oh, too loud. <laughs> if that light's flashing, I'm now. Yeah. Hello, ServiceNow admins. Nope. It was fine where it was.